Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, February 22nd edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host here. Monday mornings from the Netherlands, Mr. Marcel Dorf. Marcel, what's going on, man? Hi, man. How are you doing? Um, Not bad. I just showed you a picture of, like, the, the driveway at my house. We mm-hmm. Like, I woke up, I looked outside, and we got dumped last night, man. Like, it's, it's insane. There must have been at least a couple feet of snow. It's crazy, but... I did half the driveway. I came in and do the podcast. I'll do the other half after the podcast. How does that sound, Marcel? Perfect, man. Perfect. All right. So <laughs> I know you had some news right off the bat. Actually, you you know what, Marcel? I want to break your news first because you had some news on the weekend. All right. And then we'll get into the card. But you broke a fight. So go ahead and tell, talk to us about this fight. Yeah. Former title challenger Alex Perez. He returns on May 15 against Matt Schnell. Flyweight fight, UFC 262. I think it's a fun fight. Um yeah. Good fight for Alex Perez to get back on track and a good fight for Matt Schnell to see if he can compete with the better guys in the division. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I like it. And nice job breaking the news. Thanks. My thoughts on the fight, I think Perez is a better fighter. He's got way more experience. He's yeah. fought for the title. Uh, Matt Schnell is a guy who's been knocked out a couple times in the UFC by, by flyweights, which really scares me, I'll be honest. I know Perez is more of like a ground guy uh, in general. Like most of his works, uh, best work's done on the ground. But he, we saw against Formiga those deadly low kicks, those calf kicks mm. he, he finished them with. I'm very high on him. I know he lost to Figueredo, Marcel, but I'm still very high on Alex Perez, ranked number four in the world. Matt Schnell is actually ranked number seven, which kind of surprised me. I'm surprised how highly ranked he is. Uh, but, you know, the guy's turned his career around. Still 5-3 and three record in UFC. Um, I, I think that uh, Perez is going to be a pretty big favorite in this fight. Not not huge by any means, but, like, you know, sizable 2-1 one favorite, maybe a little bit more than that. And then there's some other news that I just saw you tweet about uh, right that's for this weekend's card. Hayoni Barcelos off the card due to COVID-19. Marcel, how many times has this guy been booked to fight like the last three months? He doesn't fight at all. Like every fight gets game pulled out. Like I think he's had at least three fights maybe get scrapped in the last two months. Yeah, man, it just sucks, man. I mean, I think Hayoni Barcelos has been picked up by the UFC pretty late as well. I think two or three years too late, in my opinion. And uh, yeah. now we have so many fall fall through for fights, so Kind of sucks, man. He was supposed to fight Rafael Asensal. Asensal also pulled out. Then he had to fight Masado Rojo. And, uh, yeah, now he has to pull out due to COVID. So, yeah, it sucks. Also, Randy Brown against Alex Oliveira. I saw that, the too. Car. Yep. So, uh, fight is pretty much falling apart, man, lately in the last yep. couple of 12 hours or something. So yeah. yeah, and that happened on the weekend, too. We'll talk about that in a second. I just want to talk about Barcelos for a second. I mean, I think this guy is legit as heck. Like, I think he's... Yeah. Possible title contender. Like, I really do believe in him. The problem is, Marcel, you're right. He's 33. He's not young. And that division, you you got to be pretty young to really do well, I think, mm-hmm. in general. There's a few guys like, you know, TJ and, and uh, like Faber that did well at an older age. But in general, Marcel, those lower divisions, you got to be fast and you got to be uh, a little bit younger. But I think that this guy is, is very good. And uh, I'm excited to see him fight again. You know, to be fair, I wasn't too excited about that fight with Rojo. I think he was going to be a huge favorite in that fight. Everyone yeah. probably would have picked him in that fight, but uh, at least that guy stepped up, Marcelo Rojo. Is he going to stay on the card? Do you know anything about that? Or No idea. Same with Oliveira. No idea. Yeah, I hope. hopefully. I mean, the guy gets another fight. I did see that uh, Danny uh, Ruber saying that he's got some guys that, that wants to step in to fight. I don't know who it was, but he said he would. Uh, I saw um, Daniel Rubenstein. He put out that Jeremiah Wells was. Uh, That's his name, Jeremiah Wells. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. He said he would take the fight against. Is it Brown? Brown Day, right? Uh, Oliveira. Oh, okay. Oliveira. Brown's out. Okay, okay. Yeah. That sucks. You know what? I was actually looking at the card for this weekend last night. I was just doing some preliminary research. Today's I'm really going to get into it, but that was one fight that, like, honestly, Marcel, I had no mm-hmm. idea who was going to win that one. That was a very Same. tough fight to call. Yeah. Both, both very, uh, 
well-rounded, but also very flawed fighters. Okay, let's get into UFC uh, UFC Fight Night, or UFC Vegas 19, I guess. Man, great card. Now, there's a lot to talk about this card. First off, another night of crazy upsets. I, I keep saying it every week, Marcel. Everyone keeps throwing all this money on these huge favorites. They keep losing. You know, this is exactly why we stay away from betting minus 400 favorites. Mm-hmm. I Curse Blades on paper had the wrestling advantage. It didn't play out that way at all. That's why MMA is crazy. You know, Marcel, the amount of times I've talked to people about fights and then people complete right off one of the fighters, it's crazy, man. Like, this is MMA. Anyone could win in the sport. Any fighter could win in any given day. So to me, it was like people were really, really just ignoring what Derek Lewis has done in the UFC, which is, you know, quite frankly, be probably the most underrated heavyweight ever, possibly. He might be the most underrated heavyweight of all time, Marcel, because people still aren't giving him his due. After this knockout, maybe a little bit more, but you look at his resume, it's very good. He does have some bad losses in there, no doubt about it, especially earlier in his career in the UFC, like Matt Mitchell, for instance, that's a loss he'd like to have back, I'm sure. But, you know, Marcel, he has some good wins, man, Volkov and... And now we've got the win over, over Blades. You've got Nagano on his resume. I know the fights suck. He still beat him. The guy's really good. People do not give Derek Lewis enough respect because I don't really know why, actually. Because they think he, they, they think he sucks because they think that because Cormier submitted him, he can't wrestle with people. The guy is very good at getting off the ground. We talked about this last week, Marcel. We said that if he kept it staying, he's going to hurt Curtis Blades, and he did that. And I was saying last week, there's going to be one of these heavyweights to win they lose and I didn't know who was going to be. And it ended up being uh, Curtis blades and a minus four fifty favorite Derek Lewis plus three fifty Marcel. I wish I put money on it. I thought about it, but I, I just passed. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to touch this fight. Everyone I saw, I saw everyone laying Curtis blades minus four fifty Marcel. And I'm just like, that's crazy to me in this sport with that many fights on the car last week, there was like 13 fights that ended up happening. You had so many fights that were like pick them prices. And then you go and throw all that money on the big favorite. Honestly, I feel like, it was kind of that's just another lesson learned. You can't just parlay a huge heavyweight favorite, Marcel. And I know the other guys did win, but you know, Derek Lewis is a guy you just don't bet that kind of huge price against. He's just too powerful. Give me your thoughts on the fight, Marcel. Yeah, listen, man, I gotta be honest, man. I also uh um had the same thing with Derek Lewis, man. He's okay, but I don't I didn't see him as a as a as a top-ranked fighter or for whatever reason. I don't know why that is, but, um, I mean, he, he proves everybody wrong the whole damn time, you know, when he fights. So, and it probably has to do with fights, like, against, like I said, against Martin Tibura, uh, against Abdurakhimov, against yep. uh, Volkov, where he was losing the whole fight, and then he, put, he he completely turns it around and he stops the fight or he's fighting, you know? So, that that's why people underestimating him, I think. So... Um, yeah, I thought Blades had had a high fight IQ and that he could uh, uh, make sure that he didn't get caught by Lewis. But uh, yeah, Lewis did that perfectly. He he caught him and uh, he ended that fight. Yeah, it was, a, it, was round, a, so, yeah. it was a great fight, man. You know, the first round, Curse Blades won that round. He looked yeah. really good on the feet. I was like, man, his striking looks great. That's the problem, though. He fell in love with his striking, Marcel. How many times yeah. have you seen that? A grappler falling over their striking. Yeah, he looked good. Times. He was laying some low kicks. He looked really fast on the feet. I thought he looked good. I'm like, all right, he's going to use this to set up the takedown. He didn't take that, go for a takedown, I don't think, the whole first round. Maybe he went for one and Lewis stuffed it, I think, in the first round. Second yeah. round, shoots. That uppercut, dude, that was one of the nastiest uppercuts I've ever seen. So, Marcel, the timing was so perfect. You know they were training that the whole time in their training camp, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's his training partners running in. He was like, all right, that's what I want to do to you guys. So, I mean, I loved it. And let's, let's, I'm going to get some comments here from people. Jamie, what's going on? He says, the knockout uh, by Lewis was murder. Oh, it was brutal. 
And here's what uh, Kevin's saying. Biggest dog in the card. Yep, he was. Good stuff. And the sounds Blade was making was scary. Dude, that was freaky, Marcel. They're talking about, oh, wow, what a knock away Lewis. You could hear in the background, like, Ugh, uh, like, dude, this is brutal. This sport is so brutal. People do not realize, like, how brutal the sport is. Also, what's with all these asshole fans, like, on Curse Blaze's Twitter saying, you suck, dude, you're getting knocked out. If you do that, you are such a jerk. Like, seriously. Like, the guy, just, he just, let's be honest, his dream is probably gone at this point. Like, I don't see him fighting for the title ever. I'll be honest, Marcel. Yeah. UFC doesn't like him anyways. Let's be honest. And, yeah, just, you know, you've been getting knocked out by these high-level guys like Nagano and Lewis. Go ahead. Just like these idiots who keep asking, like, uh, how do you say that? Uh, did he get that speech uh, thing because uh, he got knocked out by oh, Nagano so times? Yeah. I mean, that's not because of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. just, he has a stutter. I mean, the first yeah. time – I remember when James interviewed him, like, five years ago when he was in RFA, and I heard yeah. the stutter. I was like, James, do you know if this guy has, like, some brain tra troubles or yeah. something? And he's like – no, dude, he just has a stutter and stuff. So, like, I knew that a long time ago, but it's just, it's sad that fans, you know, are that ignorant, Marcel. Listen, the guy got knocked out. He talked a lot of crap leading into the fight, and he got knocked out. It happens, man. That's the fight game for you. But, you know, I still think he'll be back. I still think Blaze is a top 10 guy, but Marcel, I'm just surprised by the, the fight IQ in this fight because I thought he was a much smarter fighter than that. And honestly, yeah. I think his game plan was kind of dumb, to be honest with you. I didn't like the game plan. He should have been wrestling 100% of the time. He shouldn't even bother standing with Lewis. You gave the guy his one path to victory, which is staying and trading, and, and he knocked you out with it. You know? It's actually weird because he said, like, uh, people can complain about me how I fight. I take you down and grind you out for 25 minutes. Yeah. And then he doesn't do it. So it's like, do you, you probably care about what the, yeah. those people thought. So you shouldn't care. Do what you think is good and you probably win the fight. But you see with more fighters, man, that when they got called out for something they can't do, they're going to do it. And then they fail for some reason. And it's like, you, you shouldn't care about what other people think. Do Do what's good for you. True, and they get this card from Tyler Warner. He says, "If you, they say, hey, Tyler, looks so professional in his picture. He says, if you have a slow pacer or weak in certain areas, the people automatically think you're bad. Absolutely. And with Lewis, it's like people think because he, uh, he, you know, he's a bigger guy, he's not the fastest dude, and his takedown defense is pretty bad. They think he sucks, but his ability to get up off the ground, Marcel, is very good. We saw against Alinek, and uh, you know what? Like, honestly, his submission defense is great. He's been submitted once in his career by DC. That's it. So, you know." I feel like, you know, if you look at his resume, Marcel, the knockout losses he has to Sean Jordan, Matt Mitchell, and Mark Hunt, those are all on the feet too. Like he's really never been beaten on the ground except for DC, which is crazy because we all thought he was going to get smashed on the ground in this fight. But if you really look at his resume, you know, even in the fights where he was losing on the ground, like against Shamil, like against Roy Nelson, he, he ended up coming back and stealing those fights, Marcel. So the guy has an incredible ability to come back and win fights. And I was blown away by his performance, man. I think the guy is great. I love him. I think his interviews are amazing. He's so funny. Uh, you know, this is a guy who's really turned his life around. I mean, this is a guy who was in prison at one point in his life. You know, he could have been this guy. Th this is crazy. This guy could have been in behind bars right now. You know, we might not even be able to see what he does in the in the cage. And that's what to me is most amazing about this guy, Marcel. He's not a traditional martial artist. He's just a big, strong, powerful dude who can knock your head off. And I love yeah. him. Yeah, he's a beast. So. For him next, I mean, he called out Overeem, which I don't really understand the callouts, to be honest with you. I mean, I guess because he's Blades' teammate and he's available, but he just basically said, Overeem can get all greased up and oiled up for me. And I, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the interview. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, but you like that fight? I don't I don't really understand the matchup. I'd rather I see think, a fight the winner of Gone and, and Rosenstrike. What do you that think? That makes much more, much more sense indeed. Yeah, now because 
we know that Stipe is fighting Ganu, winner of that fight, is probably fighting John Jones. Maybe the loser of that fight, you know, the yeah. loser of Stipe against Ganu, maybe. Um, and if not, yeah, the winner of Gan against Rosenstruck would make sense as well. But the Overeem fight, no, please not, man. I mean, yeah. Um, I hope Overeem does one more fight. Uh, I think he wants the last fight to happen in Amsterdam, but now with the COVID, probably takes a little more time. But perfect fight for Overeem would be Junior dos Santos second fight, the rematch. I think that would be perfect for both. I watched that fight. You know, I'm surprised Junior's dropped so far in the rankings. I know he's been knocked out a few times, but against really good guys. Now he's down to 12 behind Walt Harris. That doesn't really make sense to me. I still think Junior can be guys in this division. I know his chin is gone now, but to me, Marcel, that's a great, that's a sensible fight over in JDS. Quite frankly, the loser probably retires from the sport, especially if they get KO'd. But I remember when they fought, like, I think it was seven, eight years ago now, yeah. I, I I thought I thought JDS would knock Overeem out. I was surprised Same. when Overeem knocked him out. That was a great win for him. Let me get yeah. these comments here. Daniel says, uh, Lewis is overlooked. Great job playing himself down, catches out. Yeah, I mean, he, he does. He, he plays possum a lot, too, in his fights. He's kind of a weird guy to fight. He really is. Uh, Andre, what's going on, man? He says, I don't know if it was just me. The whole week I was getting the vibe that Curtis just didn't want to be there. I'm not sure what was going on with him. Like clearly, the 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 fans I think got to him, or so all the all the criticism for the wrestling got to him because he just he didn't really want to do it in this fight. He just he kind of just wanted to strike and the shot was very sloppy too. By the way, go ahead. You know what it is, man. On Instagram, you can just put out like uh, people only can reply to to my to my pictures when they are following me or when I following them. You know. Yep. And. Uh, if that really bothering you, you should do that. You know, or only let certain people reply to your pictures, and not everybody. You know yeah, what I maybe, mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe you should do that because he's getting trolled pretty bad right now. Yeah. Kevin Scott, I want to see Lewis versus the loser of Stipe Francis for next title challenge after Jones. That's really what changes the whole situation. Now is Jones coming up because Lewis, quite frankly, would probably fight for the belt after this fight, Marcel. But yeah. Jones coming up, he's getting the title shot. I think everyone's okay with that, including Derek Lewis. By the way, Derek Lewis. Versus Jones would be a good fight too, you know. I'd like to see if Jones can handle a huge guy like that. I really would. Like that, if he can't beat Derek Lewis, he won't win the belt, right? So it'd be interesting. But he he will fight Stevie Francis, I, I believe. Let's take this comment. Uh, Asked, I'll talk about wanting to fight another veteran over him or JDS. Great options. We'll talk about Tom in a few minutes here. Anything else about the main event before we move on? No, I'm done with the main event. <laughs> oh, main event, uh, pretty bad fight in my opinion. Kind of, uh, you know, it was basically Vera holding uh, Yana on top. But she did no damage at all. Yana did a lot of damage from the bottom. I think, okay, I actually, I'll, I'll be honest, I scored it for Vieira because I thought that she did enough with the grappling to win the fight. But I will say this as soon as the commercial break came back and the fight was just staying there with the referee, and you could see Vieira's face busted up, bloody, her head hanging down, and Yana looked like she hadn't even been in a fight. I was like, there's no way she's getting this decision. I just knew Marcel. So, I don't think it's a bad decision at all. In fact, I'd like to watch the fight again and, and real. I think I probably didn't score it right, to be honest, with you, because the amount of damage. It's 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 kind of hard to see on TV sometimes. If you're a judge right there and the guy's throwing elbows or girl, in this case, bloodied up, you can see it. You can't see it as much on TV. So maybe that's what a lot of us didn't see all those elbows and stuff in the bottom. But she left the decision, Marcel. What, how did you score the fight? Did you give it to Yana or to Caitlin? I haven't scored a fight for the simple reason that I didn't feel great on Saturday night. So that's right. Yeah. Fight where I where I fell fell asleep. I was like, this probably not going to be a great fight. I closed my eyes for 15 minutes. So, oh, I hope you feel better, man. Marcel's feeling a little bit uh, sick these days, guys. So give him, give him a, you know, give him some kind words here. Marcel's the man. Uh, Jose says, in a possible rematch, do you think Nagano blitzing Lewis like he did Yair is better than being a distance and let Lewis lose? Probably. I, I don't know if Nagano was doing that fight. It was, a, it was after the Stipe fight. He was very, I think, lost a lot of confidence and 
he just kind of that was a terrible fight but i did cash lewis at plus 300 i think in that fight i wish i picked him on i should have picked him on saturday too man andre says blaze never had a chin always had first like wide and bad recipe yep Anyways, Marcel, as far as the co-main event, I mean, there's nothing much to say other than, you know, Caitlin missed weight by uh, two pounds. And this was the card where a lot of fighters missed weight. We'll talk about them in a second. But uh, next fight, Derek Maynard versus Charles Rosa. I called this one. I was the only – can you believe I was the only one in the staff that called this upset? I called Derek Maynard. I thought he'd submit Charles Rosa, but Rosa, very good take, uh, submission defense and ends up going the distance. But Derek Maynard, um, he's like plus 170 underdog. Marcel, the guy is fun to watch. He's got great grappling, right? Like, I, I enjoy watching this guy fight. What do you think? Yeah, man, he did very well, I think. Um, I think he wa- uh, Rosa was uh, very threatening from his back, you know, in, in some positions. But uh, overall, uh, Menor was better guy, I think. Uh, did very well positioning, um, trying to finish the fight, couldn't finish the fight. But overall, I think he won all three rounds. So um, I think Menor did very well. I didn't expect it, to be honest. So yeah. um I'm not gonna lie about that. I know you did. So <laughs> I did, but I uh, thought he'd submit him. To be honest with you, I didn't think I didn't think he'd have 50 minutes of gas, but he did. And uh, Daniel said, "In topology, admin or by decision." Nice job, man. He didn't bet it though. It was like huge upset number, like plus 500 for underdog money. Daniel says he slept through a co-main event too. Yeah, it was it wasn't a great fight. Actually, I was pretty tired too. I was like telling my my fiance, "I'm like, uh, I need to go to bed soon. <laughs> this fight's really making me sleepy." Oh no, Marcel's gone. He'll jump back in. Yeah, you got Chris Ludford's comment. Hey, Chris. He says, what's your thoughts on Macy Barber? Couldn't find it last week. Well, she's still very young. She's only 22 years old. I still believe in her, man. I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people are writing her off after back-to-back losses. And, you know, in this sport, like, people are kind of like, you know, you have one bad fight and people think you suck. You have a good fight and think you're amazing. So it doesn't surprise me at all. But, again, 22 years old, that's very young. Uh, she's had a good camp, obviously. And, you know, to be fair to her, she had missed over a year after the fight with Roxanne in a fight where she was injured in that fight and uh, comes back and fights a pretty good boxer. Uh, it was a pretty tough matchup in hindsight for, her. you know, I picked Barbara to win that one, but uh, yeah, Grasso looked great. Let me just see where Marcelo went. He must've just reset his computer or something. Well, I don't know where he went. Hopefully we'll be back in a second here. Okay. Well, let's go to the next fight. Anyways, next one was, Chris Dawkins and Alexia Link. I love to talk about this one because I, I love Chris Dawkins in this fight. He was like one of my, my best uh, bets on this card. He was like minus 170 all week. What an absolute steal. This guy is the future in my opinion, guys. I really believe this guy's the future. You know, it's funny. You look at him, right? And you think, here he is. Oh, there he is. There he is, Marcel. I'm just talking about uh, Chris Dawkins and and, uh, and Olenek. But I just want to answer Chris's question. Can you tell me who? Chris, I had, uh, you're asking about Barber. There's, um, if you go back to last Mondays, I think we did talk about it. But again, you know, I think she's she'll, she'll bounce back, I believe. I was just talking about Dawkins a little bit, Marcel. Uh, dude, I think he's incredible, man. You look at him, right? He's, he, he's kind of soft looking. Like he is, is, you know, he's got a bit of fat in his belly and stuff, but great cardio. Man, great boxing, Marcel. Like fast hands. Uh, I think the stoppage was great, too, by the way. How can people say it's a bad stoppage? Olenek couldn't even stand up. He couldn't even stand Marcel. He was about to fall over after it. So I'm not really sure why people were saying it was a bad stoppage. If the guy's about to fall over, like, you know, it's a good stoppage, even though it was standing. Anyways, I, I'm very high on Chris Dawkins. Give me your thoughts on his performance. Yeah, very good, man. I think um, he did exactly what he wanted to do. Um, Olenek tried to get him to the to the ground. Uh, didn't really didn't really happen. And uh, when he was uh, throwing down on Olenek, it was pretty much over. And it was pretty much like I expected to go. Yeah, no, so, I, uh, I, I agree. Yeah, very good. I think it's a, it's a ter- third win. 
uh, after it, uh, third UFC win for Dawkins, all three stoppages. So, uh, yep, very good, very good, man. I like him a lot, man. Three first round finishes, and this is a great win over a guy in Olenek who's ranked number ten. So Dawkins is going to be ranked number ten now, probably. Yeah. Also, I think Olenek should really retire, man. I don't want to see him fight anymore, Marcel. He has no chain at all. Um, he's got one way to win the fight: drag you to the ground and beat you there. He cannot beat you standing. Uh, I don't trust his chain at all. I just feel like, you know, he's 43. He's already won. I think he might be the oldest fighter right now in the UFC. He's either 43 or 44. Anderson's yeah. gone, so I think he might be the oldest guy. 75 fights, Marcel. Gets knocked out a lot. I mean, does he? what, is, what else does this guy have to prove? Tell me. Yeah, nothing to me also, nothing. So, uh, I, uh, of course, it's, it's, his, it's his choice, you know, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be mad if he, uh, if he requires, man. I think it's, uh, it would, it would might be, it might profit him to retire because uh, he didn't look good in his past fights. He could just coach and stuff. I think he'd be a great coach. Yeah, get to I think one. for sure, for sure, he would be a great coach. I think. Yeah, yeah but he's also at the American Top Team, so it would be. Cool, he is. He is. And Tyler says one punch. So he's got no chin, dude. Seriously, he really doesn't. And you know, skills wise, he's still got the skill, but just the chin's gone. Hey, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's answer Chris's question. He says, "Who can Macy beat a flyweight?" I'll give you one name. She could. She beat Shayna Dobson, I think. Pretty sure she beat her. Uh, you're looking at the looking at uh, the UFC flyweight division. I mean, there's a few fighters she can beat. Listen, I'm not saying she's amazing, but first off, she already has like I think three wins. She probably beats those fighters again. And then you look at some of the other fighters lower in the division. Um, you know, like Mazzani and, and uh, Cachoeira. She might fight the winner of that fight. That's this weekend. Maybe Barbara fights the winner or even the loser. At this point, Marcel, they need to to uh, like kind of bring her back up with a I wouldn't say an easy fight per se, but an easier fight than. Grasso and Mataferi, someone who's not ranked, like an unranked. I, I think at this point, probably that makes sense. I don't know what your thoughts on her are, because uh, Chris was asked about Barber. I think she beats a lot of flyweights, to be honest, man. Not Maybe not who are in the top 10 or top 15 right now, yeah. but um, I mean, if you look, you got um, Montana De La Rosa against Mara Bueno coming up on this yep. week against Scar. I think she's she would be able to beat both girls, to be honest. So, I mean, um, if you look, for example, Antonina Shashenko, you know, she's good to stand up, but the ground game isn't really much existed. So Barbara yep. can excel there. So I think there are a lot of options for her at flyweight, you know, but uh, she she just fought the wrong flyweight, you know, and, and Grasso, who was pretty all round in her fight. Um, and before that, the Mother Fairy fight, yeah, was kind of an odd fight, you know, but. Uh, I mean, she can definitely compete with the flyaways in the top 15, I think. There are maybe a few she has much difficulties with, but she can compete with a lot of girls, I think, in the top 15. I agree. And then Jose saying Firo and O'Neill are the future at 125. Yeah, I agree with that. I want to get these two questions, but we want to stick to the recap. I'll do the questions after. I will get these two because I'll forget if I don't do them now. Chris is asking, is Pena, Julian Pena a serious contender? If she beats home, she is. But right now, she's got to beat her still. After losing to Jermaine and me, I'm still not sold her completely. Uh, JCSO. What do you guys think about Covington turning down network terror fight against Edwards? I don't know. I'm not really sure if it's a good idea, to be honest with you. Um, he thinks he's going to get the title shot, I guess, but it seems like they're doing Masvidal Uspin from what I've heard. So I don't know. I, I really don't know what Covington's going to do next, uh, other than the, the fake Twitter account. We should talk about this now. Some asshole created a fake Twitter account about Marcel and posted Covington Burns yesterday. And so many people retweeted it. People don't even like look at the tweets anymore. And Marcel, they don't bother to look. And in, in this case... The guy had one letter that was different, so I guess I could see why. But you can just click on it, and you, you see the follow. Although I don't understand why 100 people follow this fake account. I just I don't get that at all. You want to talk about that at all, Marcel? You want to say anything on this guy? Uh, I mean, I mean, 
the picture already looked off. I don't do a picture like like that, like somebody looking to the left and the other guy looking to the front. So I already know it's not really good. But uh, I, know, what, what, I mean, what can I say? What can I say? Right? They got after you. They went after James. They went after Nolan. They haven't gone after me. Yeah. Yet, so I don't. That's good. But I'll probably next. <laughs> Especially if they're watching yeah. this live stream now. They're going to go after me now. They're going to create a fake Adam Martin account. Go ahead if you want, guys. Likely, it's likely. That's, that's when you know you've made it, if they got a fake account going. Jose Flores, any news on Maverick? Yeah, no, nothing. She hasn't been rescheduled. Hopefully it gets rescheduled, but we haven't heard anything. Chris Ludford, JoJo, Stewart, I, Shevchenko, Murphy will be Berber. I think she beats Montana De La Rosa. No doubt about it. Like, I don't think she's that great, man. No offense to her. She's an okay fighter, but... You know, looking looking at her resume in the UFC, it's not that great. So she's fighting this weekend. We'll talk about her tomorrow. Um, I'm going to get back to the recap just so we can get back on track here. Uh, Phil Hawes at Imovov. Give me your thoughts on this decision. I, I I did score for Phil Hawes. I hadn't win the first two rounds, but a lot of people had for Imovov because he did a lot more damage. Um, what do you think? I mean, it was a close fight. It was a majority decision. Dude, I had this picked before as a fight of the night. What a fugly ass fight was that, man. Garbage fight. I mean, yeah. Absolutely awful fight to watch. Um, first two rounds probably for Haas because of the the case grinding. Um, very annoying to watch. Uh, he did what he had to do. Third round definitely for Imavov. Um, you you could score the second round for Imavov if you go pure on damage, but it was too too less for me, you know. So I expected yeah. it to be 29-28 for Haas, but uh, man, awful fight, man. Yeah. I mean. Really not a good fight. Yeah, good for us. He won, but I mean, this is garbage. What does it do for him? Really, if anything, stocks dropped now. You know, I know he's at the camp Stanford, great camp. They were basically like, all right, let's just try to be Usman in this fight. Let's just pretend to be Usman. Be Usman, <laughs> dude. He almost got KO'd by the way in the third round. I mean, that that could have yeah. been ten eight. That's why I don't hate the ten eight, like Daniel's saying. I don't hate it, but he didn't mm -hmm. drop him either. There was no like huge moment where he dropped him and almost finished the fight. So. For me, it was it was Haas, and I did pick Imavov. I was hoping he would win the decision, but I think Haas is good. And, and then Imavov had him hurt, and then he clinched at a certain moment. It's like, why you're Dude, oh my man? god, I was blowing my mind. I was talking to my fiance. I'm like, this guy's fight IQ is so low. What is he doing? He had him. He actually did have him hurt in the third round, Marcel. Actually, in the yeah. second round, I think at the end of the second round too, and he just went and yeah. him against the fence. I was like, what yeah. are you doing? It was a bad fight, terrible fight, hard to watch. Is what it is. Daniel says, you've made it, Marcel. Tyler says, imitation, the best, uh, sincerest form of flattery. So that's good, Marcel. And then Kevin says, one day we'll see a fake Adam Martin account popping on the screen. Ten times every event. It was only once this week I counted. It was once. The Danny Chavez fight. And I said, they're going to throw low kicks. And they did for like the first two minutes. And they were just wrestling after that. Yeah. Uh, Tyler says he didn't like the fight either. And and uh, Daniel has a good point. So it was like, it was like 2012 mid-card fight with the wrestler trying to squeak or win. That's a great – it reminds me of like a Glacian T-Val fight, like an old split decision for Glacian T-Val, Marcel. Like something like that, just push him against the fence, hope for the best. It's not great. Um, Jose says the rumor of Espino Romanov. Marcel uh, broke that fight, I believe, and uh, it'd be a great fight. Uh, Marcel likes Romanov, I think, right? Yeah, it's not broke yet, but that's uh... – Oh, I apologize. No problem. But I thought that's it was broken. Indeed. I thought I saw it somewhere. Yeah, whatever. It's indeed a targeted fight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it hasn't been broken. How do you go against King Kong, guys? I mean, the guy's a beast, you know? So, Espino's good, but he's also like 40 years old now. So he's getting up there in age. Dan says Marcel's a warrior showing up to the podcast injured. That's right, man. Chris says, uh, so Macy beats one of those five. I see that's not good, right? Also, Pedro and Zan have tougher opponents, by the way. Chris is a big Pedro and Zan, um fan, I would say. 
Chris, I'd like to hear, actually, I didn't see you after the, the bare knuckle fight. You want to give your thoughts on that? I'd love to hear it. You know, I think Macy's a decent fighter, man, but I, I don't see her really winning the belt. I think some of these fighters, they're very, you know, uh, they think too, they think a little bit too ahead of themselves. She beat Jillian Robertson and was like, I want to beat John Jones to become the youngest champion, beat Valentina. Like, she was going too far. She was going too crazy. Slow build. There's no rush to rush these prospects, and I'd like to see her get a little bit of slower build. And Daniel says it's a bad match for Espino. All right, uh, main main card opener. I think this is actually supposed to be in the prelims originally, but uh, Tom Aspinall knocks uh, or submits submits Andre Arlovski in the second round. Marcel, great great performance. Um, I thought he almost finished him in the first, and then he gets the submission in the second. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, Frank Mir Jr. did great, right? Uh, I think um, he looked very good, uh, uh, pretty much as expected. Man, I thought he would. Uh, take out uh, Alaski in the first round. He almost did, but Alaski was tough. And the second round, he had that rear naked choke in quick, man, and Alaski tapped quick. Uh, good win for Aspinall. Actually, his first, it's not to be hating, but his first legit win against a heavyweight in the UFC because his other two were like a big middleweight and a, and a, and a light heavyweight who was taking a short notice for the heavyweight. And this is a big win, man. As a former champion, Arlovski was on a two-fight win streak. Um, yeah, very good for Aspinall, man. Looking forward to the match. I don't hope they match him up with Dawkins. Like I'd like to see say. it, man. I gotta be honest. I want to see this fight. You know, I know. Yeah, that you, f- yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a good. It's a good fight. But why would you already kill two? Two pro- one of the two prospects already. So I just early. feel like there's so well, many contenders now. There's so many contenders now. Yeah, but heavyweight is still very slim to me, man. There are still people in the top 15 who shouldn't be in the top 15, in my opinion. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I I don't think they'll do that fight. They'll probably do Overeem or JDS versus these guys, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like a veteran that can they can knock out. But I mean, Chris Dawkins is in the top 10 now. Tom Aspinall, I don't know if he's in the top 15 because I don't think Andre was ranked, but he'll be close to no. it. I would. I think he's taught. I Blagoy, I think it's either Blagoy or Taburu who's number fifteen right now. Aspinall would. You know that would be a good fight for the the winner of that fight, Marcel. Um, yeah. Blagoy and Taburu. Maybe that's a good fight too. Um, what I like about him was, you know, he's not just a puncher. He also has that BJJ, and we saw that in this fight, which was unbelievable. I I, I was very impressed by his performance. And Tyler says Aspinall's got really fast hands. He absolutely does. And he also doesn't want to see that fight. I do, but I'm crazy too. So don't listen to me. Uh, MA forum guy, four weight messages, three of them huge, bigger punishments. Gordon took only 11 minutes and two hour win away. And that dude was cheating and it worked out for him. Didn't work out for Draco. We'll talk about them in a second. We'll talk about the prelims now. Jared Gordon, Danny Chavez. So <laughs> my tweet comes on the TV and I'm like, all right, I think there's going to be a lot of calf kicks in this fight. And there was, man. The first five minutes of Marcel, this fight was just, th- they were just exchanging calf kicks. I was like, this is pretty fun to watch. And then Gordon went right to his wrestling, grinded out Chavez. And I was wrong about this fight. I thought Chavez would keep it standing. But uh, Gordon gets the win here. But he missed weight, Marcel. He missed weight by four and a half pounds. Uh, four pounds, I should say. I think it should be 10% a pound. Up to five pounds, and then the fight gets canceled. That's my opinion. So in this case, it should have been 40%. I think he got 30, and it should have been 40. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man. I've actually been a big fan of when you um, miss weight, and not by one, but oh, let's say over two pounds missing weight, you, you are not eligible anymore to win a fight. That, like in um, Road FC, that's so harsh. Why yeah. would you even fight though? They take away their money yeah, and everything. Why yeah, would you fight? I don't, I don't care. Make way. Yeah. 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 That's no, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. So uh, nothing against Jared Gordon because I really like to do it. But um, just it's just in general, you know, I, I really, I think it just sucks. You know, you, you fight, you win by submission, for example, but you lose a DQ, you know. 
So that makes people not missing weight anymore, I think, because the percentage of, of, of a certain amount of money, it sucks, you know, but, but still, uh, I guess you get your win bonus when you win, right? So still, it, it pretty much evens it or even gives, gives you more. So you know what I mean? They, they, they should do something about it. And uh, what other side I said, take 90, 90%. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing, but I think if they do it, you, you won't see a lot more, uh, a lot, a lot of uh, weight missing anymore. If they do 90%, yeah. for example, that's true. The Dale says me a point deduction. They do that in road at FC two. I think they take away your point, your points. They take away okay. your purse. They don't give you that's anything. A, you basically get shit kicked out of you for free. You can't win their let, fight. There's no, point let's, let's, say, let's say, let's say a point deduction for every point you're missing. Every punch you miss. Uh, every pound you're missing. You it's interesting. I, I I don't think a fighter would, would fight though. I don't see in North America. I don't think they do this, man. I'm not saying it's the the wrong thing because I think they should have harsher punishments. So the question is, what should they do? I don't know. But I will say, Gordon and Rodriguez cheated. They were they went right in the skill at twelve o'clock bar. So they didn't even bother to cut the weight. They were like, you know what? We're gonna miss. We're not gonna struggle. And and it helped the, helped that one guy. The other guy just had a bad weight cut. I think. We'll talk about him in a second. And I'll get Chris's comment here about uh, Paige and and. Barber. He said, never said she's not that good. Wait, never said didn't like Barber. I don't think she's all that good. Miranda Ravick's impressive. So is Grasso. I agree with that. Both get very little media coverage. I agree with that too. It's a shame. Cage isn't a boxer, but uh, for Barry Rock fighting, she made 400K. Yeah, no, you're right about everything, man. I mean, listen, dude, she's probably going to fight the four fights at BKFC, make a couple million, and go back to Bellator and join her, her husband there. So it probably works out for Paige pretty well. What are you going to say? The thing, the thing is, Barbara is very loud all the time, and that's why that, that's what the UFC likes, you know? And Alexa Grasso and Miranda Maverick are not very yes, loud. Yes, that's true. You know? That's a very good point. And, uh, uh, I, I prefer not the loud people, by the way. But hey, I'm not a promoter, so uh, maybe I would have think differently <laughs> if I'm a promoter. But uh, I mean, Barbara really sells herself in the in a certain way, you know. Yeah. Um, and Grasso is is very talented, but she is not the, not a girl who's gonna tell everybody that she's gonna beat that and she's gonna do that and gonna do this and gonna yeah, do that, you know. So that's that's pretty much a different, I think. She's really quiet. Let's hear Kevin's yeah. comment. What if they don't let you fight if you miss? What suck for the fans? They won't do that, man. Here's the problem with that. Number one, if they cancel the fight, they're not going to give the other fighter the money. They might give them their show money for, for weighing in. They won't give them their win bonus. So you're, you're screwing over the other fighter, uh, even worse in my opinion in this case. The other thing is like they have a certain amount of fights they have to have on TV, dude. So like they, they try to make it work. Example, this card, we'll tell this fight now. Eamon Zahabi knocked out Drake Rodriguez. He came in four and a half pounds heavy. They asked him at the press conference, why did like did, did you consider not taking the fight because he weighed in at one forty point five for a one thirty five pound fight? He said I did, but you know we decided it was worth it worth the while because Sean Shelby gave me a new contract and they gave me a raise, so he was giving more money to take the fight. I think that's the way to do it: you give the other guy more money rather than hmm. than necessarily take away all the guy's purse or deduct points. Because I like for instance, if Draco had you know he missed weight by four and a half. Just say they deducted four points, like you guys are saying, four and a half points or whatever. Why would he take that fight, dude? He's going to say, screw you guys, I'm not fighting. Even though it was his fault, he won't take that fight. So there's got to be a way to figure it out. But I do think that in general, um, there's a lot of unprofessional people on the roster and uh, a lot of people cheating, man. They try to make way like yeah, Draco. But it's not easy. You don't, you don't take the fight, you get the DQ on your record. You could do that too. And I, I think they do that in Rogue too. It's just like brutal. Like I, I think they do point deduction, purse deduction, DQ, like you have no way to win the fight. You just go in there and fight. Like, what's the what's the benefit though, Marcel? 
Like, I just you don't, don't you, you don't you don't have a benefit if you don't don't make you wait. It's like when I can, for example, I know soccer isn't big in the U.S. or in in Canada or whatever. If you have a penalty kick against you, you know, a goalkeeper can't not uh, go off his line to go in front. You know, you have to get on your line and move there. If a goalkeeper comes from his line and he stops the ball, the penalty kick has been taken over because he has, doesn't have the advantage. If you break a rule, you shouldn't have an advantage at all. So I agree with that too. It's it's just complicated. I think it's a very complicated thing. It's unfortunate that this is such a big part of, of the fighting uh, of MMA in, in North America, you know, it's not so much in, for instance, Asia with, with one championship where they don't do these huge weight cuts because they have the guys fighting up one weight class, like JCSO is saying. And I'm with you. There has to be re rehydration limits. That's why you see fights like this get, uh, you know, guys come in massively overweight like this. It, it's bad. Uh, Kevin says the next fight should have weight class too. 100%. Draco should fight a lightweight or a featherweight, Marcel. He can't make that weight. He should fight a featherweight. Here's a question for you, Marcel. Oh, yeah, sorry. Before we get this question, give me your thoughts on Zahabi because that was a hell of a knockout, right? One, two punch, beautiful. Yeah, man, Zahabi got that uh, Ariel Halani spirit for some <laughs> reason, man. I mean, it pretty much looked exactly like him. It was a great knockout, man. I mean, I didn't expect it. I picked Draco Rodriguez to win the fight. So, um, yeah, good for Zahabi, and he needed that one, man. He went one and two in his last three in his US, three UFC yep. fights. So, a uh, good one for him, two and two, and uh, he can look forward again in the, in the division. Yeah, he gets a new contract too, so good for him. Chris says, Big Marcel, this is for you, Marcel. Big Marcel, do you think Barber beats Antonina, Maya, or Chikagan, or JoJo, or I, or someone like McDern? Uh, there's a few fighters in there she beats, I think, but not Dern. But uh, uh, Antonina, she beats, yeah. She beats Antonina, Maya, probably not. She can beat Jessica I, I think. Uh, and Mackenzie Dern is, is a strawweight, man. So Yeah, it's a different. I mean, she has fought a uh, flyweight, right? Yeah. She fought once, I think. It's. Uh, didn't she fight a flyweight once? Dern? Yeah, because maybe she lost weight. Oh, she, she missed, missed weight, weight, right? <laughs> lost weight. <laughs> missed weight, yeah. Yeah, she's missed a few times. Anyways, um, getting back to the card, there's a few more fights here. John Castaneda, unbelievable knock over Eddie Wine. This is one of the guys I was really high on this card. Eddie Wine looked good for like two minutes, but his chain is gone, Marcel. Another guy that probably could end up retiring after this. You think he's done? Yeah, pretty much, man. I think um, he has had been a great career, man. He's former WEC champion. And uh, I mean... They showed her his last three wins on the broadcast before the before the fight started, and one was against Yves Chabouin. Well, when has that been? Like in 2013 or something? Yeah, it was like Takeya Mitsugaki. Like these guys are done, yeah. man. Like Brad Pickett, like Scott Jorgensen. These are like yeah. blast blast from the past. What Scott Jorgensen? I, remember that guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I think it looked, this last win from one was against Gregory Popov, right? And that's uh, right. Two years ago or something. So I think. I think it's pretty much over for Weiner right now. He's been a, a tough veteran, you know, but um, it's over. By the way, uh, I've, I did watch the prelims with uh, with my dad, by the way, and he was laughing nice. about uh, John Castaneda's uh, nickname, Sexy Maxi. Sexy Maxi, I love it. It's a great nickname. <laughs> you know, watching the guy's tape and footage, he didn't really have a ton of knockout power, but I figured with Weiner's declining chin, the guy, the fact is, Marcel, he fights literally once a year. If you look at his resume, he fights once a year. He's a full-time firefighter, I think. They don't work five days a week, but still, he's not a full-time fighter anymore. I think this is probably it for him. Castaneda, yeah. I really like. Um, how about this stoppage in this fight between Arosa and Landwer? I think it was kind of an early stoppage, man, to me. Like, it was a, uh, it was a um, knockdown, obviously. But, you know, to me, it's like you can't just stop a fight based on a knockdown. You have to, like, let the guy have a little bit of, of time to recover, like a second. He, 
you know, the ref jumped. Mark Smith's a good ref, but he jumped in right away. I think it was an early stoppage, Marcel. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, man? Yeah, it's difficult, man. I first thought as well that there was an early stoppage, and then I saw a certain uh, angle yeah. where Landwehr was with his hat on the canvas like that, and then he popped up. So I could see the stoppage. Uh, yeah. I don't really, I don't really mind to be honest. But yeah, you gotta know you. It's Nate Landwehr, man. He, yeah. he does crazy things. But yeah, I understand the stoppage, you know. But, and now he's been knocked uh, yeah. out twice in the UFC, Marcel. I mean, this is bad for this guy. He's one and two now in the UFC with two knockout losses, and the lot, the, the win he had was a freaking war against Elkins. So. And, argu- and arguably, I think Alcus won that fight. That's yeah, we I talked about that. It was a very yeah. close fight, but the cut, the cut in his face is what lost him the fight. Yeah, and arguably the same with Vera. Arguably, although that fight was a little bit more probably more damage done. <laughs> uh, Daniel says uh, Kelleher is a hobby close to Dana versus Ariel. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, he actually really does look like Ariel, which is crazy. But I like uh, Eamon a lot. You know, it's funny. I put that, that tweet I threw out a few weeks ago about saying, "Hey, has anyone got any work?" He actually retweeted it, so thank you, you know, to Eamon. He's a great guy, man. Canadian, uh, fellow Canadian, Marcel. The truth is, Marcel, we don't have that many good Canadian fighters now in the UFC. He might be one of the best. He, he's very good, you know, and I was glad to see him get the win. Even though I, I thought Draco would win this fight, um, I'm glad I stayed away from it, though, because after he missed weight, I was like, I can't bet on him anymore because I, I wanted to bet on Draco, but I'm glad I, I didn't. Although, in general, it was a tough night for a lot of people, you know. Um, two other fights, Marcel, Casey O'Neill defeats Shane Dobson, Sergey Spivak defeats Jared Vendera, both via TKO ground and pound, basically. Thoughts on those two prospects? I actually, I wouldn't say Spivak's a prospect, sorry. O'Neill's a prospect, Spivak's a contender at this point. Go ahead. Uh, O'Neill looked good, man, in her, in her debut, you know, but uh, I expected her to, to win the fight, um, although she did it more decisively as I thought yeah. she would. So uh, good for her, man. First fight. Let's see what she can do in her second fight. Um, Spivak against Van der Rey. Um, pretty early stoppage, I think. Um, now, of course, not was a very late stoppage, but uh, it was Chris Cerrone. So what do you expect? Um, so um, yeah, good one for Sp- for Spivak and uh, Van der Rey. Uh, yeah, we'll see, man. He's what what, the, what they're gonna do with him. Spivak maybe gets a top fifteen guy again. Uh, he didn't look good the last last time they gave him a step up in competition. So uh, maybe he will this time. Let's see what happens. Yep. This is the last question I'll take about Barbara, Chris. I really like you, man, but we can't talk about Macy Barber the whole podcast. He <laughs> <laughs> asked where she lose her next three fights. Of course she'll be cut, but you can't lose five in a row and not be cut. She'll, quite frankly, if she lost one more fight, they might consider sending her back to you. you know, Be- believe me, man. Oh. If, she lo- if she loses her upcoming fight, they're going to give her the most – Easy win in the division she can get. Yeah, yeah. they're not which, gonna. Which, they're not gonna. Yeah, which I think is Dobson probably based on a record, which is the worst record in a two and four. But she's still tough. This is a great question. I tweeted about this yesterday. Marcus says, "What is the percentage of underdogs winning UFC so far in 2021?" It's like 39. percent It's basically 40, percent which is what I wrote, which is insane because I don't think let's expect that many underdogs to win. Like basically, you know, four to ten fights are ending in an underdog winning. That's crazy. I don't see that continuing too too long, you know. I feel like it's going to even out very soon. But I will say this. It just shows, like, there's a lot of really cocky sports bettors out there, especially MMA, that think, you know, they know everything about the sport and they know everything about these fighters and they completely ignore these other fighters, like Blades and Lewis. It's a perfect example of that. Everyone was throwing all their parlays with Blades in it, all these props on Blades finishing the fight. And Curtis Lewis, Derek Lewis went out there and finished Curtis Blades as a plus 350 dog. So... There's a lot of very crazy fights right now going on. Uh, Li Jingliang knocking out Ponzinibbio was pretty nuts. Corey finishing McGregor. 
There's been a lot Rodolfo, of upsets, Marcel. Rodolfo Vieira and Rodolfo. Hernandez. That was the best one of the year. I mean, that that fight was sick. By the way, it was an Martin amazing. Martin Pratnio, Khalil <laughs> Did you pick it enough? I can't. Did you pick Partio or no? No, no. I, okay, I picked okay. uh, Roundtree. Yeah, yeah. Jose says, what are your thoughts on PFL's heavyweight division? Um, It's okay, I guess. I mean, they have some new talent in it, but what are your thoughts on it? Hard to say, man. There are indeed some new guys in it, but a lot of uh, the guys who fought two years ago in the tournament as well. Ali Isayev or whatever, that guy? He's the yeah, guy. yeah. We, we, got to, we just got to see the first... Uh, League fights, let's say, let's put it like that. The uh, before uh, we can say anything about it, you know, some guys haven't fought for two years now, so I know yeah. it's crazy, but yeah, I think Isayev is the champ defending, so probably be the favorite to win it. But uh, obviously, for Doom is going to be a big favorite, too. Let me get these comments. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You have you want to say something? You got uh, Justin Willis in it now, yes, well, that's right. right. I <laughs> Justin Willis, man, he's gonna get taken, no, taken down for a ride by Curse Blades. <laughs> Tyler says all these uh, favorite. You meant to say favorites here, but he's like all these minus two fifty favorites losing around a thirty percent rate, thirty six percent rate, which is wild. I'm with you, dude. It's crazy, and that's why I kept saying last week. I'm like, stay away from these like mid two hundred three minus three hundred guys. Those are the guys that are losing right now. <laughs> Daniel says Vera and Hernandez talks about MA Benning. That was a crazy fight, dude. Got Chris's comment too. He says, will UFC fight sign more female featherweights? I don't think so. Um, doesn't seem like they're investing at all in that division. Have you heard it? What, what do you think? Will they? Pro, pro, probably more female flyweights who Macy Barber can eat. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> exactly. Kidding, man. I don't know. Wants, I, man. I, I don't know. Man. I, I don't think they will. Uh, they will sign more featherweights. Although I saw Felicia Spencer has another fight line. Oh, she does. Up. Oh no way. Yeah, I wonder against who. Oh, you know who? Who's against her? You can't say. You can't say. Huh? No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? But she has a fight, huh? I yeah. like her. I mean, she's tough. She's big. She's strong. I like her. But there's like no one at the division. It's it's the worst division in UFC right now. Um, yeah. I'd almost rather see super heavyweight than women's featherweight. <laughs> Bring back the super heavyweight so me and Marcel could fight. Let's <laughs> <laughs> set the cage together. Jose Flores. I know his record is not good, but I think Tafa has potential to make some waves in the heavyweight division. Um, I don't know. I mean, he lost to Felipe. His last fights didn't. De Castro knock him out too. Yeah. I think? So I don't. I don't see much from him. What do you? You see anything or? Yeah, he won one fight, but I forgot which one. Who did he beat again? Um, he's one and two, I think. Yeah, he did knock someone out. I just got to remember who it was. It was John, Juan Adams, who's also not in the UFC. So oh, yeah, true. Not a, not a great win. Juan's a nice guy, too, but he's got some uh, got some work to, to, to do on the regional scene. Yeah. MMA form guy, Will Alves, 50-pound guy. <laughs> you know, okay, we didn't talk about him or uh, Skelly and Embers yet. I completely forgot about that. So let's talk about this. 50 pound weight cut, 11 pound, 11.5 pound miss, dodgy salmon not getting cut. How did he not get cut? I don't understand how Sean Shelby gave him another fight. From oh, what man. I've read, he basically was saying, you know, he was getting dicked around a little bit by, you know, they were saying they're going to fight a featherweight or a lightweight. They weren't sure. And he just couldn't cut the weight because he had a bad dinner. But he said he cut from 195 to make 145. So it's this guy's fault, Marcel. What was he thinking? And I think they should have cut him. What, do you th- what are your thoughts? Um, I'm really high on giving second chances so i don't really want to see him cut because i think he is a legit legit dude but i see your point definitely also the only thing that really really bothers me is that you know five days before you're not going to make it if you are like this and you still let uh pat sabatini who took this fight seven days notice cut the weight to yeah. fight you he makes 145 pat sabatini so East. that's amazing that's amazing yeah and you come in at 
Are you just let your opponent make weight? That's just that just sucks, man. That that's just disrespectful in my opinion. That that's the thing what bothers me the most, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, he not only he missed weight, but he, he set the UFC record for biggest weight miss. You know, so yeah. it's not like it was a few pounds. Before that was Rumble versus Vitor. He missed by 11 pounds. And I got this comment, too, from Dale. It's a pretty funny comment. It says, you're female and you can make 145. There's no need to whine about an employer of the economy. That's right. You can be a fighter. You want to be a fucking fighter? You want to be a fighter, man? Remember Dana White, the old Ultimate Fighter yeah. speech? You want to be a fighter? I'm going to read that speech. I used to love that speech. Jose says, what are your thoughts on Azatar? Dude, he says... I knew he was going to be bag. That's funny. Um, yeah, Dana White. It's just it's crazy, right? Like he cuts this guy, brings it back. Guy like jo- uh, Paul Daly gets cut, never brought back. It, Jason High gets cut, never brought back. It's just they're very inconsistent with kind of this kind of stuff. I guess those situations are a little different with the officials, but this whole thing about sneaking in the in the bubble seems very reckless. And the whole bag thing was weird too. So I don't know what happened here, but Ali Abdelaziz once again, Marcel does his job and gets his uh, his fighter. Uh, good deal so what are your thoughts on that yeah man i mean they they not can trust him you know uh paul daly like you said jason high let me also add renato Bablu sobral um those are the only three pretty much he kept worried about of not getting back in the ufc all these others not so yeah whatever man i mean yeah. i i mean I, I don't want otman to be uh to be canceled from the ufc or whatever you know but yeah. uh i mean then just don't say it that you're gonna kick exactly. him out and don't take him back one month later. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Tyler says Skelly deserved a performance of the bonus for his backstage singing performance. Yeah, he's, he's saying "fuck her gently" by Tenacious D was hilarious. <laughs> I feel really bad for this dude. I mean, that's crazy. I was watching it with my fiance, right, and she, he's in the cage. He's staring on. I'm like, "What's going on?" She's like, "They're waiting for Emmer. Just wait a sec, sweetie. They'll come in." I'm like, "Babe, there's something wrong here. Something's going on here. It's too long." And then a minute later, yeah. you see it's like fight's been canceled. So. Emmer's apparently had his back flare up. I feel bad for this dude. Hopefully he feels better soon. But Chas Kelly, Marcel, they talked to him and the media did. He can't fight two weeks from now. He said he cuts a lot of weight. He needs He's going to have at least a month off. And he was like, can you please give me my win bonus? I really need the money. He hasn't fought in two years. I really hope they give him his money, Marcel. He deserves it. It's not his fault this happened. He actually even stepped in the cage. He went into the cage. So to me, show money 100% because he made weight. And then I think you should give him his win bonus. The UFC is like, what does he make anyways? Probably 30 and 30 or something, 40 and 40 max, maybe. I don't even yeah. think he makes that. Is that really even a. Uh, Dana White spends a million dollars on boxing fights more so when they lose. I don't think 40K to, to pay Chas Kelly is, is a huge deal. I want to actually double check what his, what his purse is, but he hasn't fought in two years. And he also, you know, he's had two fights ripped apart now, back to back, back to back years. He was supposed to fight Grant Dawson last year. It got taken apart. Let me see if I can find his salaries. Um, let's see here. His last disclosed salary. It's been a while. I don't even know if he's had, if he has, uh, it's, it's too long. The last one was, uh, when he fought Elkins and he made 21,000. That was five years ago. And then the Gregor Diaz card. So yeah, I'm sure he makes more now. It's probably like 40 and 40. So just give him his money guys. Honestly, like, yeah, for us guys, normal guys, I guess 40 K sounds good, but for a fighter, all the training camp expenses, Marcel, he's in the manager fee, all that training partners, coaches, they don't even really make that much at the end of the day, Marcel. Like it's it's crazy. Chris says, okay, yeah, that's his last disclose. It might be a little bit more now. It's possible, right? Uh, let's take this one, Chris. He says, "What's next for Wheelie Rose or Carla?" I hope Rose, but could be either one really. And he says, "What about Tatiana? Is she gonna fight this year?" Hope so, dude. Two years ago, I thought she was gonna be the champ. And actually, the first time she fought in the UFC, I was like, "That girl's a future champ." You know, when she yeah. smashed. Uh, 
who is it? Uh, the Canadian girl, right? Rakozi? Was that who it was? I can't remember. Amanda Cooper. Cooper, ABC. She destroyed her. Mm. And I was like, this girl's going to be a champ one day. And she just too many injuries. And but I love her, man. She's a great story with the, the cancer, beating that, becoming an ultimate fighter. She's great. Jose says, who you're going to book Mary up with? Mayweather's fighter. I love that guy, too. Um, I think he's close to a top 15 guy. What about Brad Tavares? What do you think of that fight? Yeah, it's good. I actually still want to see the Muradov against uh, against Kevin Holland fight. That's right. Yes, it was supposed to, it was supposed to happen last year, right? Um, hmm. Would be a good fight. Holland's fighting Brunson. Seems like they're on different collision courses. They might be for adults one day. Who, who knows? But I'm very I'm very high on Muradov, uh, Marcel. I think he's very good. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I had a few other things in my notes here. Um, we talked about Gilbert and Covington. What about this? You see Gilbert to share? He talked about turning down a fight at two fifty nine. They had offered him a fight. I'm assuming it was against uh, Alexander Rakic. He said, no, I don't want to fight. I'd rather just wait and see what happens if someone falls out or if I'll just wait for the title shot. He didn't want to risk losing a fight. It is risky, though, to do that because just say Rakic goes in there and destroys Santos. Maybe he jumps ahead of Glover. It's possible. I'd like to see Glover fight for the belt. I think it should have been him in two weeks from now. But, you know, he's just going to have to wait another probably six months now to fight, I guess. But if Izzy wins, it really changes the division. The other thing is, if Izzy wins, maybe he vacates the belt, and then you got you got uh, Glover fight for a vacant title. There's a lot of options here because Izzy might go to heavyweight. There's a lot of options. That fight is next Saturday. That is crazy to me. That's coming up very soon. Marcel, he's asking uh, who he's asking is the UFC having problems with the April seventeenth card? Is that the one in Singapore? Is that the twenty fourth? Uh, that, that's the one they want to do in Singapore, seventeen and twenty four. Okay. So. The thing is, uh, let, let me get the schedule. The thing is that they wanted to do um, Whitaker versus Costa. They wanted to put it back to April 10th, but Costa didn't want that. So that's still the main event for April 17th. But there are only five fights known by this moment. So I don't know. Yep. Um, let's see what else I had in my notes. I had a few other fights that we talked about from your page. I want to pull one up here because there's one that I really like. When I saw it, I was like, ah, this is a great fight. <laughs> let's pull it up here um i'm gonna pull up your page right now marcel we did talk about a few fights we only have five minutes left so we don't have a lot of time to talk anyways but pull them up here mr marcel dorf best instagram page on the planet screw kim kardashian west or whatever her last name is now go follow big marcel 24 give him some follows we talked about this a little bit i think chukagan arujo i mean they're, they're both pretty like good fighters you know this the knockout lost to andrage really worried with her that, that knock mm-hmm. loss, but uh, you know, Rujo's very dangerous. I don't know. I Chukagan's a lot bigger, I think, too. I gotta look into this fight more. I think she's a lot bigger, though, and she's actually younger, too, which is crazy. Thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, it's uh, our Rujo looked good in our last fight. Um, Chukagan actually always looks pretty decent, you know, in most of her fights, uh, never really something extraordinary. So it will be. I think Arosho has to do something special to probably defeat Shukagan. Shukagan is a pretty, as much of a point fighter, I think, a lot. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And a lot of, she makes a lot of sound as well. I was going to say, like, this might be the fight to skip on that card, to be honest with you. If you go to the bathroom, this might be the one, unless you want to hear, hi, 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 like every two seconds. She's, <laughs> she's brutal, man. If she ever fights Holly Holm, that would be the worst thing ever. Um, Herbert Burns versus Alex Munoz. I like this fight. AG fight. I think AG. Yeah, they broke it. They 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 are really great outlet in Brazil. I, I like gotta 
I got to put a note on this one because Alex uh, Alex Munoz has DM'd me, and he said he didn't heard about this fight yet. So um, I I was like I was like to him like he's like who put that as an AG fight? He's like that's crazy. I was, I was like they also uh, announced the last two Herbert Burns fights. So I don't know what's up. He's like yeah maybe my management didn't tell me or anything yet or hasn't hasn't put it through yet or whatever or they haven't the UFC even they haven't sent it yet because I have no idea about this one. So let's see what happens. Yeah, that's a good fight, though. I like it. Hopefully, he sticks yeah. together. Um, just to, we only have a few more minutes for ourselves. Let's get to these. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. Shannon Perez, we talked about it. Hill and Yoder, that's this weekend. I'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Hill is a big favorite right now. This fight's been canceled. We talked about that. And then there's this one. Where is it? Talk about this one already. This is the fight I want to talk about. Ludovic Klein versus Ilya Tapuria. I freaking love this fight, man. I'm very high on both these guys. Tapuria coming off of a brutal knockout over Damon Jackson. And Klein... You guys remember I talked about him. I said I watched all his fights, all head kick knockouts. He did it in his UFC debut. He freaking did it, Marcel. He's incredible, man. I love this fight. I honestly don't even know who I'm going to pick. Is is this fight official, by the way? Because it says fighting DNA, and I know that they had that was the, the same thing that the, the Gilbert Burns Covington thing. Is that you guys fighting DNA? Who is that? No, that's not us. The thing is, uh, Ludovic Klein uh, signed a bout agreement to fight Ilya Tupuria, you know? And he posted that as well. And also the, he posted that the fight was was done. And Tapuria side later denied that there was ever an agreement, uh, that that there was ever a done deal. But then uh, the Daniel Rubenstein, the, the, how do you say that, the manager of uh, Klein, got into it. He's like, since when uh, the UFC sends out bout agreements when there wasn't a verbal agreement, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, and then... Malky or Malky Ka or Ibrahim Kawa responded to that like such a bitch ass down. Uh, we haven't agreed on anything like that. So there's some kind of a Twitter beefing going on with that. So Tupuria doesn't want to 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 have this fight. He wants another fight. Who uh, wait? Who's with who's with first round management? Is Tupuria? Uh, Tupuria, yeah. Klein is with uh, Ruby. So, oh, nice. uh, so uh, Klein signed a bout agreement, but uh, Tupuria's uh, Tupuria and Tupuria's management declining that. Uh, they ever agreed to fight Klein. And then he says, like, how do we get a bout agreement when there were no verbal agreements? The UFC doesn't give out bout agreements if there is a verbal agreement. So, you know, that's a problem with this fight. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Jose's saying, why, why does this happen? I don't know. It happens way too often. It's, it's even, like, it's, it's terrible. You go on Twitter and see your I, fights I, announced. Like, come on. I, I give you an example, for example. Uh, like, two, uh, like a year or two years ago, I know uh, one fighter announced that he had a fight, you know, and I asked another fighter who I thought was going to fight him. It's like, are you the opponent? He's like, no, I haven't heard anything, so I have no idea. So, okay, cool. Four weeks later, he asks, he tells me, hey, dude, I'm fighting this guy. It was indeed me, but I haven't heard anything. And he signed a bout agreement on the on fight week. That's crazy. That's when he signed a bout agreement. That's crazy. All right, we've got one minute left, so I'm going to do this fight really quick because this guy just asked. This is a good fight too, Young Morales. Yeah. But someone asked about Riddell and Gillespie. Love the matchup. Great fight. Can't wait to watch that one, man. I'm glad Gregor's finally back. All right, Marcel. Last minute of the show, man. So plug your stuff. Tell people where to find you, where they can follow you. Marcel24, Instagram, Twitter, MMA DNA, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever the F you can find us. And uh, Adam, thanks for having me again, man. Always of course, man. Of course. And uh, I think Marcel won't be able to come Thursday. He's busy with work. So 
I'm going to get someone else for Thursday. I'm talking to a few people right now. I will get someone else. Tomorrow, Cole will be here at 10 a.m. with me to break down UFC Vegas 20, gone versus Rosenstrike. I'll get Marcel to get like, – he's going to give his picks anyways, but uh, I would love to get your picks on that, Marcel. But maybe if you could join us tomorrow at one point, you can go in the chat or something. Um, follow me on Twitter at MMMattermartin, DJPen.com, MMAOddsBreaker.com. Bunch of other places, Elite Fantasy, that's where I am now. Check that out. Bunch of places, guys. So busy as heck right, right now, but uh, podcast will still be going on for the foreseeable future. If any changes, I'll let you know, but not, not at this point. Gonna keep doing it Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 10 a.m. here on YouTube on mmailsbreaker.com. Tyler says great show. Jose, verbal agreements like they agree with they didn't sign the deal yet. Guys, talk to you tomorrow. 